Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Shellerud from Ad Advance, and today I'm joined by Melissa Barnsdorf. Melissa, awesome to have you on the podcast again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so for those who haven't heard the previous episodes that Melissa did, there's a couple awesome ones out there, so feel free to go back and check out the podcast. But, you know, before we get into that, if people haven't heard the other podcast, maybe give, give us a quick intro. Yeah, the other podcasts, I was talking specifically through DSP and some upper funnel strategies and how that can help support your um, the longevity of your ad strategies. Yeah, yeah. So Melissa's done a lot on the Amazon side, whether it's with Amazon sponsored ads, DSP. Now she's been really digging into Walmart ads. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we wanted to focus on for the podcast today is mm -hmm. this is going to be kind of an introductory podcast on what Walmart ads are, what they look like how they compare to Amazon's ads. Yeah. And then what we can do is as we continually build upon this, we can get into some more advanced strategies that you can implement within Walmart, share case studies and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, just as a quick announcement, so we're working with the Walmart API team right now to get our software and our tech integrated. You just got back from Walmart, uh, the Connect conference. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, you want to talk through that real quick? Yeah, so myself and... Uh, uh, Eric, one of our ops directors here, attended that in Las Vegas last week. Um, it was a really cool event. It was uh, geared towards marketplace sellers, and the expo hall was full of uh, different segments of the Walmart team. So there was Walmart Connect, uh, Walmart Fulfillment Services, Walmart International was there. They were able to host uh, different Q&A sessions there. There were different breakout sessions geared towards advertising or WFS. Yeah, it was really cool. And it was great to be able to sit, uh, sit down and talk with the different sellers and hear about how they got started and, um, and their stories. Yeah, yeah. What's been really fun for me is just looking back at Amazon in some of its earlier days, whether it's on the seller and the fulfillment side or the advertising side, there's a lot of similarities yeah. and seeing a lot of the benefits that we saw in the early days of Amazon, like lower competition and new features being constantly rolled out that have major right. impacts just because the platform's a little bit more in its infancy, mm -hmm. but tons of opportunity there. And so it gets me really excited and kind of brings me back to the days of starting <laughs> as a seller too, because um, we're seeing a lot of the features rolling out, you know, since they've got a good playbook book to work off of, seems like they're rolling them up pretty quick yeah. <laughs> and lots of good opportunities. So, yep. um, you know, for Walmart ads, maybe we'll, we'll just start there. So yep. kind of walk us through what Walmart ads look like, what's the different ad types, and then we yeah. can start digging into like similarities and differences between say like Amazon sponsored ads. Yeah, for sure. Yes, you're you're correct that Walmart seems like it's in its infancy compared to Amazon and there's a lot of rapid growth right now, so there's going to be a lot of different ad types coming down the pipe even in Q4. Sure. Right now, the bread and butter of of Walmart ads is sponsored products. So they've got a suite of ad types that they umbrella under their sponsored search 
campaigns, sure. uh, sponsored products being the primary one. And they also have sponsored brands, which is a newer ad type. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there for um, sellers to get into that ad type as well. Great for brand awareness as yeah. it is on the Amazon side. So we, we talk about sponsored ads on Amazon yep. and equivalent is sponsored search on Walmart. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So pretty similar, just a little bit different. Yeah, so they, you got the search in yeah, there on the Walmart side. Some terminology differences there, yeah, to get used to. Yeah. So how about we dig into sponsored products? Yep. So, all right, sponsored products on Walmart, what do they look like? What's kind of the key features that we have or ad types or different things like that? Yes, yeah, sponsored products on Walmart, a lot of the same similar placements as Amazon. So there is search pages, which on Walmart it's called Search Ingrid, Search Ingrid placements. And there's also uh, carousel placements within Search Ingrid and sure. on item detail pages. Uh, they also have a couple of additional placements uh, that Amazon doesn't offer. Um, you can bid to place on the home page, also on the checkout page and the pre-checkout page as well. They also have like a stock up page. Sure. So yeah, some additional placements as well. It, yeah. And so like, well, what's kind of cool with how they're structuring on the sponsored product side is like so some of the placements like getting on the home page and like below the buy box and things like that. So within Amazon, that can fall under sponsored display. So we have those placements available. But what we found is that they act a lot like sponsored product ads mm -hmm. in terms of performance and how we target them and different things like that. Mm -hmm. So we always kind of view like sponsored display product targeting as an extension of sponsored products. Right. Uh, just because we, we like to group ads based off of performance and strategy. Right. Within Walmart, they kind of group those all together within sponsored products, which I feel like exactly. is a better grouping, honestly, because now... Yeah, again, the, the performance is very similar across these different ad types. Mm -hmm. So for like the home page or on the checkout yep. like uh, pages, like buy box. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. It always, yeah it's always very comparable. Conversion exactly. rates, cost per click, like different things like that. Right. And so that's kind of cool that they're keeping that all under that one umbrella. Under where the I same think, sponsored product suite. Yeah, yeah I, I think we're right now product targeting for sponsored display. Yep. It's a little bit confusing just because it's separate. I think they could right. just bundle it all together on the sponsor product side within Amazon. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So, f so for sponsored products, like we've got these different placements mm -hmm. look very similar to Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk through like ad types or controls. Yeah. So auto manual. Yep. Yep. So one uh, key difference that is apparent between Amazon and Walmart advertising is the how much emphasis they put on the uh, importance of auto campaigns. And this is for one, one key reason for that is because um, Walmart places emphasis and priority on campaigns that have a lot of products in it. And so Walmart's recommendation, now we have opportunity to, to test into this, of course, with yeah. our own ad advanced strategies. But the recommendation that I've heard consistently across the Walmart representatives uh, is that you use as few auto campaigns as you can. So if you have a catalog that has all very similar products, have one auto campaign running and have all those products in there. And then with the auto campaign, you can actually, this is how it differs from Amazon, you can actually bid at the ad level. So there's not the same 
ad groups that we see in the auto campaigns on Amazon. There's no close, loose complements or substitutes. You have all your products in there. You bid at the ad level. Sure. Yep. And then you can control, similar to Amazon, you can control um, placement settings as well. So how much you want to adjust the uh, a modifier for search in grid or buy box placements as well. Sure. So, yeah, in short, uh, Walmart places much more emphasis on auto campaigns. They recommend let that run for a few months. Once you have a clear understanding of your top performing keywords, then go ahead and create a manual campaign. Keep a conservative budget on it. Keep a close eye on it. There are another difference. Uh, there is no negative keyword targeting on Walmart. Uh, yet that may change down the road, sure. but another reason why those campaign types are a bit volatile and why they recommend start with your auto campaign. That campaign is going to give you the best visibility. It's going to show your ads in the most prominent places to get traffic. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of key differences. So auto campaigns, um, they recommend putting as many products as you can into yep. these auto campaigns. We tend to shy away from this for most of our strategies on Amazon, but there's a couple different reasons. So one is on Amazon, we control bids at the ad group level. Mm -hmm. And so any of the ads, and when we say ads, it's kind of like products that we include within that ad group, they all have the exact same ad group bid. What's cool within Walmart is that you can actually bid at the ad slash product level. And so you don't have to have one bid and then let Amazon tune all the different areas. Mm -hmm. On Walmart, you can control individual bids for individual products, right. which is really cool. Um, the other issue that we ran into um, on Amazon is that with the search term report, it'll give you the search term results at the ad group level. So you can never see this search term performed really well for this individual product mm -hmm. and move that downstream into a manual campaign. And so what we've been forced to do is segment out our products into a bunch of different auto campaigns. So you could either take individual products or group products together that are very comparable. Mm -hmm. And then since we can't segment out the search terms based off of that individual product, you can just kind of cascade those search terms down, but you want to keep that product group the same. Mm -hmm. What's really cool on Walmart is that you can see the search terms per product. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter if you have 100 products in an auto campaign because um, you can see the search term for each individual product. And then you could filter that into a specific manual campaign yep. for that product itself. So it was just some of the limitations and controls that kind of pushed us into the structure on Amazon, yeah. where we always wanted to limit down the amount of products. But now the, with the way that Walmart's breaking it out, it gives us a lot more control mm -hmm even though we have all these products within a single auto campaign. The one key negative that you have by grouping all these products together is that placement controls are controlled on the campaign level. So we have to have the same placement adjustments for every single product. So there could be some benefit for separating some out. Mm -hmm. And the other key thing is budget controls are still on the campaign level. Right. So there's, you know, as we're looking at it, like Walmart suggests just putting all the products together in an auto campaign, we may still segment it out so we can get further placement control mm -hmm. and budget control. Um, but it's really cool that we can break down both bids and then search terms at the product level on definitely. Walmart. Yep, definitely. So uh, walk through, there's some other cool controls that we have available for placements yeah. and being able to like turn on and off placements and control where ads are shown. Yeah. Kind of walk through that. Yeah, this is really cool. So uh, 
within sponsored products manual campaigns, there are some uh, placement controls, like you mentioned, that are not available on Amazon. On Amazon, uh, you are able to kind of influence the placements by your by your bids and by your uh, bid multipliers. Yeah. So for instance, if I just want these ads to show up on top of search, I may yeah. do what you have to do is then I can do a really high placement adjustment for top of search on Amazon. So yeah. say I'm going to do a 500% placement adjustment, which right. means I'm going to multiply my bid by five times. Right. And then I could do a lower bid, but it gets a little clunky. Yeah. And so what would yeah. be nice if we just had on off switches for, I only want my ads to show at top of search right. or product page or rest mm -hmm. of search with manual campaigns. That's yep. control that we get on Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, on Walmart with the manual campaigns, you can do exactly that. You can toggle on certain placements. Uh, so you can decide if you want your ads to show searching grid uh, or um, item pages or whatnot, just by toggling on or off. So it's kind of cool way to be able to control your ads displaying on higher converting placements. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And we have the reports that go along with that to show which placements are truly converted. by placements. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And then some other controls too that we have for manual campaigns. Yep. So you can manual campaigns. You can also control how much you want to bid by device type as well. So if you want to be able to bid higher for desktop versus mobile versus the app, you can do so. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's another sweet area where, yeah. you know, if somebody's cruising around on a desktop on walmart.com, their shopping preferences and what they're looking at may be a lot different than somebody who's on the app. Maybe right. they're in the store. Mm -hmm. um, or on mobile, so pulling up walmart.com on their mobile device, yeah. I'm sure there would be some key differences. And so that's cool that we get those individual controls yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> walk me through some other pieces. Like you had some fun stats coming out of the conference too. Like, so for the conference itself, it was focused on third-party sellers right. in Walmart. Right. So a key thing is, you know, third-party, like, that's going to be, like, sellers on Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, 1P, first-party, is going to be, like, vendors on Amazon. Right. 1P, you can kind of think of in Walmart, it's products that are showing up in the store. Yep. And so, you know, as people are walking through, say, the Walmart store, yeah. like, why would third-party vendors care about that? Or, like, right. why would I advertise if somebody's just looking for something in the store? Why would they? Why would, why would marketplace sellers see any value in these stores? So, yeah, yeah it's a great question. Walmart right now currently has about 4,700 stores. So, you know, in and of itself, that is that speaks to the value of the first-party data available for this gigantic retailer. But... To your question, why should a marketplace seller care about this? Um, come to learn that shoppers that are in those stores, the majority of the time, so they say like 69% of the time, people that are, are in a store are on, on their phone online. Of those people, 80% are on walmart.com. So these are people that are probably looking to see what aisle is my product and I can't find it or, you know, I'm looking where this product is supposed to be and I don't see the size that I need or the color I need. So these people are online on walmart.com. They're looking, trying to find it. That's the beauty of advertising on Walmart is now 
these marketplace sellers are able to attract these shoppers that otherwise wouldn't see their products in store because they're not 1P, they're 3P. But sure. these shoppers are online, on Walmart.com. Now we're able to advertise to them. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's cool and something that I didn't really think about. Like, yeah. personally, when I'm going through Walmart, I don't have the app open, but mm-hmm. I've actually done it quite a bit at Home Depot. I don't know if I have a harder yeah. time finding stuff, but it's kind of the same thing where it's like, okay, I'm going to look up this product right. and I can see what aisle it's in. I can go find it. Mm-hmm. There have been times where it hasn't been there or I haven't had the product that I'm looking for. Right. But then I'm already on the app and then I've actually purchased online in the store for that product. And so that's what's kind of cool too is like if somebody is looking in store, uh, while these stores are huge, they still have a limited amount of inventory. Right. Uh, And so uh, now if my ad shows up, I might be able to fulfill their need uh, and they're already on the app, easy checkout process, everything else like that. And okay, I'll just get this one shipped to me and it'll come in a couple days. Exactly. A lot of people check online before actually purchasing in the store because online usually offers a wider assortment, more colors, more sizes, you know, et cetera. So yeah. Yeah. So one item I struggled with as a seller, as I was looking to get into Walmart, and this was a little while ago, but there wasn't any fulfillment services. Mm -hmm. And so, and I didn't have FBM capabilities. I just use FBA to ship out all my products. And so that's really cool now that Walmart's got their own fulfillment services too. And you piggyback that along (laughs) with their 4,700 locations, um, you've got a pretty wide distribution network there. Yeah, yep, Walmart Fulfillment Services, uh, WFS as they refer to it. Yeah, it's something that a lot of uh, sellers are are using and it comes with a lot of perks, faster, easier shipping to customers, easier returns. It also comes with uh, the perk of now your listings will be eligible for having the W plus badge as well. Sure. Um, and so and having, for those who aren't familiar with that, so Walmart plus it's the yep. equivalent to a prime membership. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a prominent badge on your listings and it's something that um, helps with your rankings as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and you had some fun stats too from the the show on the number of third party sellers on Walmart versus Amazon. What was that? It was it was a hundred fifty thousand sellers? Oh, yes, that- yes. So this yeah, this is pretty this is pretty astounding. So when we're talking about third party sellers on platforms, Amazon has six point three million third party sellers versus Walmart's hundred and fifty thousand. Sure. So it's pretty incredible. Um, And I think that's something that also has been able to keep competition low on the platform, uh, therefore keeping CPCs a little bit lower. But yeah, the number of sellers is quite a bit lower. It is growing. Um, But yeah. 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 And so there's a lot of equivalents that I'm seeing, like whether it's in terms of the ad side or just where the platform's at. So um, there's a ton less sellers. And even if you look at like Amazon in terms of e-commerce volume Mm -hmm. is going to have a ton more in total sales. So Walmart's e-commerce business, it's a lot smaller, Mm -hmm. but growing. Mm -hmm. If you look at total retail sales, I think Walmart still beats Amazon overall, but a ton is brick and mortar shopping. But their e-commerce is something where they're really investing in. Mm -hmm. But if you divide like total sales or even e-commerce sales divided by the number of sellers, there's a really good opportunity. It speaks to a lot less competition on Walmart right now. And it really feels like they're in the position where 
Amazon was in quite a few years ago where they're really working now to try to get as many sellers onto the platform so they can have a really wide variety of products. And so this is one of those cases where I feel like establishing yourself early and I'll do quote unquote early because, you know, there's been people who have been in Walmart Mm -hmm. selling for multiple years. Um, but if you can get in there early and establish it, there's a huge amount of growth right now. Yeah. And the same thing on the ad side, because when you were talking to folks, there were a lot of people who weren't even utilizing advertising on Walmart. Yeah, exactly. That was really eye-opening. Went to different session breakouts, like I spoke to earlier, talking about the advertising and even sitting down with sellers. Um, it was pretty astounding to hear how many people were just simply not advertising. And I think the the thought process in the past has been, Walmart has a really tight relevancy algorithm. Um, They haven't had the need to advertise, I think, in their eyes in the past. You know, one difference as of right now on Walmart, you cannot uh, you cannot bid on competitor keywords. Those keywords are simply rejected. And so, you know, it's one thing that keeps CPCs down. But I think people then think, okay, well, I can't be conquested. What do I need to really, you know, advertise for? Mm -hmm. But I think that that landscape is going to be changing with the growth of sellers that are coming in right now. It's kind of a unique situation where there isn't. And so to your point, it's a great time to be getting in right now. Sure. But we know that the platform is growing. I mean, Walmart in Q2 saw 36% growth. They're consistently posting anywhere from 20 to 40% quarterly growth. It's it's yeah. pretty incredible. And even if they're not, so even if you can't defend your brand right now, yeah. which I'm... I will make a prediction that they're going to change that because there's a ton of cash on the advertising side for Walmart in that (laughs) to conquest your brand because then you have to defend your brand and now you're paying for clicks that you didn't have to pay for before. Exactly. So I guarantee you. That's going to shift. uh, Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I usually don't put out like guarantees, but I'm I'm very certain that's going to change. I think so too. Yeah. And even on Walmart, there's it's pretty brand agnostic platform right. where there's not a lot of people who are searching for specific brands to. Right. Like with Walmart, you're usually trying to find low price items, and so yeah, I, you know, even if you don't feel the need to defend your brand because you don't have to right now. Mm-hmm. Like there's a ton of people who are searching more generally. And so this can be a great way to establish yourself, especially yeah. as competition is lower within advertising. Exactly. Yeah. Competition is lower. And like you said, it's a lot more brand agnostic right now. Uh, they, it was quoted that like the vast majority of top keywords are unbranded right now. So that bodes really well for smaller sellers in this space. They can more easily get a footing, not easily is maybe not the right word, but you know, easier versus other platforms where it is so much higher competition. Yeah. 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 So some other fun equivalents just going way back in the day. So right now there's no product targeting available. Yep. But you, there are product targeting, there's product page placements. Mm-hmm. The only way to get them is through auto campaigns. Mm-hmm. So this takes me way back in the day because there was not product targeting on Amazon way back in the day. And the only way to get on product page placements was through auto campaigns. Mm-hmm. Then Amazon launched a feature where you can now do product targeting campaigns. So I'm sure that's coming down the road. It's kind of fun to see the equivalence there. Yeah. And the no negative targeting is interesting too. I'm sure that's going to get updated. So more people can utilize manual campaigns and just get more control overall. Right. But 
back in the day in the early days of Amazon too, like negative targeting, it was not as big of a deal just because competition was a lot lower. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, but obviously now, now we need it and utilize it all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we talked about sponsored products. There is sponsored brands too within Walmart. Yep. Yeah, so talk through that real quick. Yeah, Sponsored Brands is a relatively newer, um, probably a bit underutilized. It's very similar to Amazon. You can you can advertise up to four products, so there's a little bit of a difference there. But right now, it only displays on Search and Grid. Um, I, that might be rolling out. I would assume it's probably going to roll out to product pages as well as it is on Amazon. Yeah. 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 So lots of equivalents. And I think as we've learned through the growth of the Amazon ecosystem that, you know, just sitting back, like we we now know the playbook Mm -hmm. for how this all works. Back in the day, Amazon ads, uh, not much competition. You could get super good returns on your advertising without having to do much control. Mm-hmm. Things are going to get more complex. There's going to be more and more controls. We're already starting yeah. with a lot more in some of these areas than we had in the early days of Amazon. And so I think a big thing that we've seen is really working to get your brand established now on the platform, mm-hmm. really working to get your ad strategy built out now before others start coming in. Yeah. Um, as we've seen with Amazon, Getting in first to a lot of these items, that's when a lot of the profits can be made. Mm -hmm. Um, That also helps to really build up your product detail page and that social proof Mm -hmm. before things get more competitive. And so this is why we're getting pretty pumped up about it because we've now seen this playbook. (laughs) Yeah, And there's a lot of strategies that we can bring over right away. And we also have some good foresight into what's probably coming Mm -hmm. (laughs) just based off of what we've already seen through our previous experience. So, yeah, I think key thing if you're looking to get into Walmart, we feel like now is a great time. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to implement this into your ads, like we're currently working with the API team, we're going to have a lot of content coming out on Walmart and full integration into our system. So there's going to be a lot coming further on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa, will have to have you back on the podcast to keep yeah. covering these different details. And Absolutely. Like in the early days, I'm sure there's going to be some major updates coming out, new yep. ad types and new controls and everything else like that. Right. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of fun. It's taking me back. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty exciting. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll, we'll cut this off here, but as we said, we're going to be covering this quite a bit more. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, uh, make sure you're following us on LinkedIn or you can go to adadvance.com and join our mailing list where we're always covering new features and Walmart's going to start being incorporated in there or keep listening along with the podcast as always. So as always, we really appreciate you listening. Melissa, appreciate you joining the podcast Thank again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, And for everyone listening, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. 